information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Oh, it's a good day singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, good day, Grand it's Valley. Good morning, day. Grand Valley. It's going to be a good day. Can you believe it's Friday? We've made it to and almost through Friday. I want to say we've made it to and almost through a whole other week. That's what I usually say on Friday, but it seems like we're just getting started. And here we are already ready to wrap things up again. What have we had? One and a half days so far this week? Yeah, it's been a pretty easy week, Howard, and right in the middle of summertime. I mean, right to kick off July. It couldn't have been any better of timing. A couple of things I want. 709 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 68 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 68 at the Highlands. 67 at my home studios in Elm Grove. And 68 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, not going to be as nice a day as yesterday. It was a nice sunny day for at least half of the day, and we got some pool time in yesterday with the, my grandson and I. Had to get out, though, some rumbles of thunder came. We're going to look for a stray shower this morning, then probably clearing skies, although not bright and sunny. Temperatures in the low 80s today. Partly cloudy tomorrow, high in the low 80s. Uh, showers and thunderstorms on Sunday, upper 70s, and sunny beginning next week with temperatures in the 80s. This is about 68 degrees everywhere here um, around the upper Ohio Valley. Uh, Bob, a, a follow-up to a story you called to our attention yesterday, and you said, well, who, who would do this? You couldn't believe anybody would do this. Carving their initials into the Roman Colosseum. And it, it's like, I mean, this is one of the most revered pieces of antiquity around this is hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years old and I think a couple thousand yeah thousands of years old and 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 here's this guy putting you know bob loves betty in into the coliseum well he has apologized he sent a letter he said quote i admit with deep embarrassment only after what regrettably happened did i learn how old that building was <laughs> what Again, how do how can you possibly be in Rome and at the Colosseum and not know? I mean, it doesn't look like the Bank of America building. It doesn't look like. How could you not be in Rome at the Colosseum and not know it's old? This guy didn't didn't. Oops. He sounds like George Costanza. Was that wrong? I didn't know that was wrong. And thank goodness, Howard, he's not from West Virginia because I really looked. I thought, oh, boy, we don't need this. And <laughs> now he's not. He's not yeah, he's not from anywhere for, <laughs> close to West Virginia. He allegedly scratched Ivan plus Haley 23. So that was what he put on a, a Coliseum post, one of the world's most precious buildings, says here in this story. And, of course, it wasn't just people saw him do it. The act was caught on video. So he had to apologize Prosecutors have not said what, what they're going to do about it. He could conceivably get about a $5,000 fine, spend some time in jail. I don't know if they'll do that or not. I, you know, if you're having a prosecutor, prosecutorial meeting, Bob, I'm thinking you're probably going, this guy's an idiot. Well, do we want to lock an idiot up? I wouldn't lock him up. But, man, I'd say what, that place would be spiffy. I'd say, look, everything around here that, that needs to be picked up, you're picking it up. <laughs> You're on work detail. And I don't know, can you, I, I mean, it would probably be more destructive now to somehow get, you know, rub that out. or. I, I think they'll probably try it, but you're, you're right. Sand you don't, it off You don't something. want to deface it any any more than it already has been, Howard. It's just crazy. Hey, uh, our old buddy Gordy Longshaw in the morning paper today. Made the paper. Way to go, Gordo. Gordy Longshaw. I haven't seen Gordy. Have you seen Gordy for a while? Boy, last time. Uh, it's been a while. Since it I've has been it. a while. It's been over a year. I know that. You used to see Gordy all the time. Gordy Longshaw, a uh, businessman, Bridgeport uh, resident, a um, former Belmont County commissioner, among other things. Uh, but Gordy is in the paper this morning on the sports page, uh, standing in front of, well, a Phil Necro T-shirt and a couple of things of memorabilia from the Lansing Valley, I guess, because it wasn't all just Bridgeport, but that Lansing Valley. Bob, at one period of time, that was... I don't know, something was in the water or something. I mean, it, it, it produced 
some of America's greatest athletes. And right there the, the, that you're looking at, Howard, I, I don't remember ever looking at that picture. Now, as I read before we went on the air, that picture has been on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and it's titled Valley Boys. And you've got both Groza brothers, you've got both Negro brothers, you have Bill Mazeroski, and you have John Havlicek. All from the same basic era. Right there, yeah. And all, all from the Lansing Valley. Uh, and all, by the way, friends of Gordy Longshaw. Gordy knew them all. Gordy knew every last blessed one of them. Bobby Douglas, another one, the great wrestling coach, uh, was uh, another one. Uh, that was from the Lansing Valley. So uh, uh, the reason Gordy's in the paper this morning is there is a new display of the Lansing Valley sports heroes, the Valley Boys, uh, at the Belmont County Heritage Museum, which I have never been to. Uh, it is in St. Clairsville, just around the courthouse. Apparently. We were there yesterday, Howard. Why didn't we stop? We should have stopped. because you were eating. We were eating too well, much. I was eating too much. And, uh, <laughs> you forced me. I would say you forced me to have two lunches. A unique lunch, one yes. One right after another. All right, so had a little seafood and said, oh, I'm done. You said, well, shouldn't we have pizza, too? <laughs> I said, no, no, you go get your pizza. And Bob went and got pizza and brought it out. And so he brought me one, too, so. I was really being polite, you know. I really didn't want that. Second. I knew you did. I didn't I want that piece of pizza, but yikes, it was good. Fabio's pizza. Unique. We had Long John Silver's, and then we topped it off with a, a wedge of pizza on the, on the ride home. <laughs> and it was, it was good stuff. But way to go, Gordy. And another sports legend, Gordy Longshaw. Gordy himself. He's, he one, of the, one. he's one of the Absolutely. Valley Boys. You know, he is one of the Valley Boys. And I have, I have seen him with some of these folks. It, it's not like... Who are you? Or, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We remember you from the old. No, it's like Gordy. They know him. They all know him and knew him. They, they grew, grew up, up with him. him. Absolutely. They all grew up together. Anyways, nice story in the sports page of the Intel today um, uh, about the Belmont Heritage Museum and the Ohio Valley Athletic Legends uh, display that's on exhibit with uh, Gordy Longshaw beaming out of the picture. And, and this is no kidding, Howard. Any, any chance I get a ch to, to say it out loud, I'd love to do it. I, I, I grew up in a baseball family. Baseball was was our sport. And I was always a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. I mean, from day one, from the gunner, I had no choice. I loved the Buckos. But uh, my ba my favorite baseball player always was number 35, Phil Negro. Hometown boy. My Always. Number Long 35, Phil Negro. And there were some others. I wish I could remember them. There were some others from the Lansing Valley that were not quite of the status of the Negro Brothers or Mazeroski. I believe Johnny Blatnick was from Blatnick, that area. Yeah, that's he, what I was he thinking. Made, yes. He made the majors, yes. So, and there was a job co made the NFL. I mean, you do have to ask yourself, what happened in the Lansing Valley during that era? What, probably about, the, they grew up in, what, the 50s maybe? Grew up in the 50s? In order to be, they, they were playing by the 60s, right? So... And, and, and what is, it? is there something in the water? And I often thought of this. Okay, you got the Negro brothers. And Joe gets most, or I'm sorry, Phil gets most of the attention because he's a Hall of Famer and he won over 300 games. But Joe won over 200 games. <laughs> so that's over 500 games in that house. And then right across the street, John Havlicek. John Havlicek. I mean, how do you explain that? <laughs> I mean, again, there, there had, somebody should. There's, there have been a lot written about it, as you point out. If you want to go into the Sports Illustrated archives, there's a story. It was a front. It was a cover story called "The Valley Boys." Um, but so there's been a lot written about the fact that they all grew up together. Blah 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 blah. Somebody needs to research what is going. What happened over there during that era? I mean, I'm serious. Did they? Was it like? Did they have? Some really good coaches at the high school, or what happened? It's, it's again, it's incredible because Bridgeport Lansing, they're crowing, and then said Martin's Ferry says, "Okay, well, don't forget about us. We got the Groza brothers here." <laughs> and then Tiltonsville says, "Well, don't forget about us. We got Bill Mazeroski up here." So yeah, just incredible how that how that happened. We uh, we are certainly a, a sports valley and always have been. But anyways, check out the piece in the morning intel today. Good on you, Gordy. Haven't seen you for a while, pal, but. Um, Buy you lunch one of these days. Thinking of you, Gordy. We're thinking of you, Gordy. 717 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're looking at about 68 degrees pretty much everywhere around the valley uh, this morning. Bob, um, how's your candy dish? You have a nice little candy dish in your office, but I've noticed you've been, you know, kind of chowing down on it a good bit. Well, because I made the big mistake of filling my candy dish up with candy that I like, Howard. And, well, yes. And sir. then everybody else kind of liked it. My candy dish is empty right now, and it's not that I'm trying to be a cheapskate. It's 
man, the candy was killing me. I was doing so good with Pepsi, <laughs> and then I was eating two handfuls of candy every day. That, that can't be good. I don't want – I try to look out for your health a little bit. Thank you, Howard. I, I, I appreciate it. I don't want to – bring you to the Pepsi land to bring you to more candy. But I got to tell you, my friend, if you don't want to start just becoming a 100% full-fledged but diabetic, you are probably best not to go to Center Market. It's opening up, isn't it? The Grandpa Joe's candy store opened up yesterday afternoon, 405. I don't know what that, there was, must be a reason in the family. 405 p.m. yesterday afternoon. It's in the old Smart Center building uh, in Center Market, Grandpa Joe's Candy Store. I did not go. Teddy and his parents went, came back home. They only spent a couple bucks, right? Well, add a couple of zeros to that. <laughs> what? Uh, they spent a couple hundred dollars impossible. on candy. They have uh, at this. What they load a truck up? Well, <laughs> first, if you're a Facebook friend of mine, or if you're on Facebook, you can see a pic. Teddy came home with a giant gummy worm. Now, when I say giant, remember when uh, Donnie Gilbert was going to have uh, the 45-inch Cobra here in the studio, or whatever it was. Right. Well, this was that, except it was a gummy worm. Ah. I mean, it was the size. I'm not kidding you, Bob. It well, hell, that probably cost con- 50 bucks itself. It was the size of this control board. It, and. Teddy comes in holding this granddad. Look what I've got. This giant gummy worm. And um, you can have the $5 candy buffet. You can go. There's a huge wall of candy. And you t- get get a little box. Everything you can put in the box for 5 bucks. How many of those boxes do you think it will take to fill up my candy dish? Well, one box would fill up your dish. You think so? My, well, I got a pretty big candy dish well, in there. Maybe, a maybe two. Boxes. So for ten bucks, I can fill it up. You think? Yeah, it's uh, and the the deal is the box has to be able to close flat. It's ah, got okay. a flap on the top, so you can't just pile it up over. But uh, and the, my son, daughter-in-law, and Teddy all came home with multiple five-dollar like boxes. And what I really loved, they have a wall of craft soda pop. When my kids were living in Frederick, there was a place called the Pop Shop. We loved to go to it. And that's all it was, is old-fashioned soda pop. I think Jason told me 250 different kinds of, of craft soda pop there. He brought me a, uh, a, a Jones Grape Home, a uh, Specter Cream Soda. Um, anyways, brought us a little six-pack of just picked up different bottles and brought them home. So if you love different kinds of soda pop, you know, off the off the brand kind of stuff, you can't get Pepsi there. It's not a Pepsi. I don't want Pepsi. You know what I want? What? I want a Canada Dry. You think they might have that? Remember I, the I, old, I the would. cherry flavored Canada Dry? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, it looks like they have 250 flavors of pop. I believe that's what Jason told me. So they got this one whole wall of soda pops, and they got a whole wall of candy for the candy buffet. And then they got just candy. It's like going to Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I'm telling it you. It is killing me. I'm off Pepsi, and I, I, put, am, I put on 10 pounds. This is an, um, an amazing place. If you are a candy lover, and being a diabetic, I probably should never even go in the store because I'm thinking the smell of the place itself might send me in a diabetic coma. But, oh, man, I looked at the pictures that they sent me, and, I mean, they came home with bags and bags and bags full of candy. Now, Teddy decided to spend the night with us last night. And his parents, who normally go, no, Teddy, you ought to come home. They said, that's okay. You stay with Grandma and Granddad. You have just had like 10,000 pounds of candy. You are going to be sugared up all night long. So you stay with Grandma and Granddad because (laughs) you're going to be going crazy. But, pal, I thought I wasn't there, but I thought of you. I mean, you're a candy guy. It It is candy man's heaven. Yeah, sounds like we're gonna have to stop down and check it out. I'm I'm also curious to if I can get some Canada Dry uh, cherry soda, Howard. The store is open until ten o'clock every night too, which is so it's wow. Open. That's in Wheeling they say open at ten in o'clock. The market now, you know, hours maybe get adjusted as time goes by, but um, well, Monday through Thursday, weekdays till nine, Friday, Saturday, Sunday till ten. So. All right, congratulations and best of luck to you, Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop. It is, I believe it's a franchise. Uh, there's one in Pittsburgh, for example. But, man, Nostalgic Candy International Confections, 250 varieties of glass bottle craft soda pop. And they have a lot of novelty gifts. Just some crazy little novelty gifts. Want, want to get a crazy little gift for somebody. 
you can do it down there. And the $5 candy buffet. Um, you're gonna, you, you will love it. Maybe, you know what, again, being concerned for your health, maybe I should just not let you go. We'll just stay away from that and go have more pizza. Well, I'm going to try to buy the candy that I'm not crazy about, Howard. I'll, I'll fill up my candy jar with stuff that I'm not really too fond of. 723 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So what do we got coming up today? Well, we're going to take a look at that early poll on key races in West Virginia. Really good news for Jim Justice, Patrick Morrissey, more Capito, all got good news in this Chamber of Commerce poll. Some others got not so good news. NBC News says Joe Manchin has been late in paying some of his taxes. Now, the numbers are very small, but, you know, goose gander, that kind of thing, all this talk about uh, Jim Justice not paying taxes. Uh, NBC News says Joe Manchin has been late in paying some of his taxes. Now, the senator's team says as soon as he's, quote, made aware of it, he has rectified the late payments. I'll tell you more about that coming up a little bit later on. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I are talking about the local news of the week, including uh, what do you do when the money runs out? That's happening to Wheeling City Council. All that gigantic pot of federal money is coming to an end. We'll talk about the Ohio County School Board appointee and the controversies over that. And, of course, the passing of Fred Connors, a prominent newsman. Plus, the travel show will have, among other things, Christmas in July trips. It's all coming up this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. You can be part of the program. You can pick up the phone and call us at 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, the Frio Stack auction service hotline, or you can text me at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack auction service text line. Makes you a part of the radio program. 724 on our Friday edition. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. How much could a cyber attack cost your business. The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Save big money on your next project with 11% off everything now at Menards. Get the last roof you'll ever need with Menards Steel Roofing. Steel roofing adds value to your home, offers superior wind and hail resistance, and can help you save on cooling costs. Get 11% off all Menards Steel Roofing and get started on your next project today. Good through July 9th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. It's the summer's hottest party, the Circus Saints and Sinners Party on the Plaza, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. The fun happens Saturday, July 8th at the Plaza Hall Market in downtown Wheeling. Enjoy food trucks, beer, and wine, and all-day live music starring Cleveland's number one party band, The Players Club, and Pittsburgh Party Powerhouse, Jukebox. Get tickets at partyontheplaza.org. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. 
where I was born lived a man who sailed to sea and he told us of his life in the land of submarines so we sailed unto the sun Uh, 728 here in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. I always have to try and figure out what Bob Slider's bumper music theme is every morning. And now that's our first bumper, so I'm not 100% sure. Is the theme going to be songs with colors in them, like Yellow Submarine? Uh, no, maybe next week for that, but uh, no, that was a good bit. Uh, color has nothing to do with uh, today's theme. Uh, I have to wait for the next bumper music to figure out what the theme of the day is today. I'm, uh, stray showers this morning, clearing skies later in the day, temperatures in the low 80s, 68 right across the board right now at 728 in the morning. A uh, couple of texts coming in on the Frio Stack auction service text line. Bob, this is uh, left over from our conversation yesterday about the Wild West, and you mentioned that um, why didn't they shoot the horses, you know, when they're shooting the bad guys? They're getting away. Shoot the horse. Uh, tell Bob, on Tombstone Territory, the bad guys did shoot two horses, um, and... And then, and then they had to walk through the bad. The bad guys then had to walk through the badlands. Okay, that's all right. Uh, another guy said, um, "You steal the horse after you shoot the rider." So they wanted. They wanted. To, well, that makes some sense, actually. Well, yeah. To me, it's kind of like you know the uh, strips or the shooting the tires out of the car. If you don't want the guy to get away, then shoot the yeah, horse. Shoot the horse, but but they wanted to keep the horse because they wanted to have horses. <laughs> I, I guess. guess. A text line from yesterday, left over from yesterday. Oh, okay, here we go again. Is that Abe? Yeah, how did you know that? <laughs> Good morning, Abe. How did you know that it was Abe I was about to talk about? A-B-E, anyone but Elliot. Early in the morning, I count on Abe. Mr. Monroe, you discounted the nearly 3,000 votes received by Jessica Powers in the most recent board election. Jessica will be elected in next year's election along with Mr. Nickerson and Mr. Magruder. Howard, many, if not all, of your candidates are going down. Signed, ABE. Now, let me first of all say I didn't discount Jessica Powers' votes. I pointed out that Jessica Powers' election was not the last election. It was two elections ago. Uh, and and uh, I'm sorry, pardon me, I, I'm, I'm incorrect in that. Uh, but she didn't win. The point is she didn't win. And did she get more votes in this election than Grace Norton had in her election? I guess so. I didn't go back and look at it, but I'll take your word for it. They were not running against each other, so it's not it's apples and oranges. So I didn't discount it. I just didn't think it's relevant. Uh, and I don't know. So uh, Mr. Nickerson, Mr. Uh, I actually like Don Nickerson, so I'm not I'm not sure. And he's a county commissioner, so what he's saying, he's going to like run for. Oh no 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 no. What he what, what Abe is saying here is that everybody I would like to to see lose is going to win. Oh, okay. Now, I, I got you. You know, first place. Well, who would that be? Well, he's talking about Don Nickerson. He thinks he thinks Don Nickerson's going to win. Uh, Denny Magruder is going to win. And I, I, and Jessica Powers will win in next year's uh, school board election. That's what he's saying. Uh, all your preferred candidates are going down. Listen, I, I may very well support Denny Magruder. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. We don't know who yet is running for sure. Has anybody come out and said they're going to challenge Don Nickerson? I'm tr I don't think so. I, I was just trying to think that in my head, and my head is yeah. I didn't. Slowly. I didn't hear that either. No. So, uh, and I liked Don Nickerson. I don't. You know, I think he's done a good job. He's a Republican, but I mean, I it doesn't mean that he's done a bad job. I, somebody probably somebody probably will. I don't know, but um, so you're making an assumption there, Abe. Abe, old buddy, old boy, old pal. You're making an assumption there uh, that I'm going to not support these people, and I may very well support these people. One more text, if I can find it here real quick. Um, referencing the candy store, do they have Yoo-Hoo chocolate soda? Boy, I don't know. I love that Yoo-Hoo chocolate. But I, 250 flavors, you'd think they probably have some Yoo-Hoo in there. We almost now have to go down there and do our job, Howard, do a little investigative reporting, and uh, we'll, we'll have a full report uh, when we come bring back. Some, bring some information back. <laughs> and probably 
some candy and Lots soda. Of candy. And can, candy I'm going to buy $200 worth of candy. I'll tell you because I can't afford that, but we'll, we'll get a share of candy. 732, 28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Before we get to um, a break, um, it is a Friday. Sure week, is. Doesn't, but, doesn't but, feel like it, but yeah, it sure but, is. But it, it's a Friday. And every Friday around this time, we reflect on the whole week gone by, the entire week gone by here on the Watchdog Morning Show. And Bob and I offer up our highlights or sometimes lowlights of the week. So it's, it's not been a busy week. I mean, we've only really had a day and a half so far. Uh, so I reflected back on the week. And here's some of the highlights I, I picked up. Uh, uh, I had a great prime rib dinner at the Alpha Tavern. I don't know if that's really... Howard, uh, that or, was on your day off. Or, it's not really part of the show. So no, that's uh, that was a highlight of your week, but uh, not, not on the, the show. show. Nah. I had a great time. Nancy and I went up to the hilltop at uh, the Ogilvy Gardens, and we walked around the gardens. You did a remote from up there, Howard. You and Nancy live from the garden. Well, no, just well again, Howard. Just walked around and geez, I mean, my it, my deal with Donnie Gilbert here, Howard. It is what we actually did here in the studio, Howard. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Give me a whatever, Howard. Whatever. <laughs> Just then, hold on a minute. Let me get my pen. Give me a minute. I got right, to well, make some notes. Have you got something on I, your- I, I do. No, first of all, no kidding aside, it's it's going to be impossible to beat the two days off because, look, <laughs> that was really, really good. And I can't remember a time where we really got that four-day weekend, and I was so confused. So yes, confused. Absolutely. Now, And the other thing was a mishap. Which I thought was a highlight. I've, I've been doing this now 20, 20 over 20 years. I, I don't know how many years now, but it's been a while. And I love, sometimes it, it makes me mad, but other times it makes me chuckle to experience something that I haven't experienced before. You know, I think, wow, I've just about seen it all. What was that? What was that? Having two callers call at the same time that were both guests <laughs> and confused <laughs> which one was who, who was going to talk about this subject, and who was first in line. So I kind of dropped the ball there, but I thought it was pretty funny. And uh, we got the one Wild West guy on, and we're, hopefully Candy will, uh, will, will remember us again in the future. But first, I thought that was pretty cool, Howard. First of all, I can't let you take the blame. I mean, sometimes I, I talk to the people. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, but you did what I told you to do. I said, can you spell that name for yes. me? Something wasn't jiving. Yesterday, it was, and I think I'm going to pick that as my highlight of the week because it was just a mess. So I've got, uh, I had originally scheduled a guest, a political guest, uh, my friend Candy Stroud. I uh, wanted to get this guy on, and I originally had him scheduled. But then these folks from the Real Wild West doing a TV series said, well, the only time that we can do this is at 920 on Thursday. So I said, well, all right, then I'm going to move the political guest. And I, I sent a note to Candy and said, Candy, we've got to move your guy. All right, so I'm anticipating Don Flemons calling in yesterday. And the phone rings, and Bob says, Watchdog, you're the guest? Okay, thank you very much. And I said to Bob, just do me a favor, because I want to make sure I pronounce his name right. Just check and make sure that I've got the name right, Flemons. And I, I hear Bob saying, Stefan. It's Stefan? Okay, and what? what's your last? Could you smell that? Spell that? And Bob then says to me up there, it's Stefan Hanchik. Stefan Hanchik. I thought it was Don Flemons. And he's ready to go. Well, okay. All right. So I do this big intro. When I go to the barber shop, I always watch <laughs> G- Gunsmoke on the Western Channel. And I think everything we know about the Wild West is from, is from Gunsmoke. And let's go to our guest, Stefan, who will tell us about the real Wild West. <laughs> Stefan is laughing. He goes, I don't know. Has no idea what you're talking about. No, he just talked to me. Everything's good, but he has no idea what you're talking about. Not even a close. He says, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm here to talk about electric vehicles. (laughs) Oops. Got a mistake. At which point, another call comes in. Yeah, another call coming in. I wonder who this could be. This is behind the scenes stuff. Bob just says to me, I'm not going to answer because you got your guest on the line already. I'm not going to answer that call. They'll just have to wait on hold. And but once Stefan hung up on us, 
Bob goes to the I'll see who this is. And then, oh, there's Don Flemons. Oh, jeez. I thought it was pretty cool. It was one of the most bollocked up guest segments I've ever had. So my list, not a lot of highlights. So that's why I'm putting all the pressure today on John McCabe. So McCabe, I know you're listening. Come up with something. Get your get it together today. We need you. We yeah, need some we, highlights. We don't normally, I mean, we usually do the highlights here in the first hour. But there are two more hours of the week to go. So yeah, maybe go on, John. between now and 10 o'clock, there will be some other highlight or low light of the week. I don't know. But, man, what that's, <laughs> I'm like you. I have never had a guest mix-up quite as bad as that. I mean, not. I've had where two guests would call at the same time and we'd have to sort it out. You know, But, I mean, right on the air. And So, Stefan, uh, tell me, what was it like in the Wild West? I don't know. I'm here to talk about electric vehicles. I'm uh, playing. My, my heroes have always been cowboys. He's going, what? Go. What's up with that? It was a highlight, or a low light, as the case may be. 738-22 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Here on the Watchdog, we bring you debates and discussion. On Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The outdoor drama Tecumseh is back this summer. The drama, the history, and the spectacle make Tecumseh one of Ohio's most beloved traditions. Tecumseh has provided thrilling live entertainment for 50 years and the outdoor theater at Sugarloaf Mountain will provide a safe and memorable experience for your entire family. Get tickets now at TecumsahDrama.com. This message is made possible in part by the Ohio Arts Council. Tecumseh, experience the drama. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. You want to hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivers the right care right here at home developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons we embody the mountaineer spirit building upon strong traditions pioneering medical care moving forward with compassion wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivering the right care right place right time need a new suit Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. On the last talk line on Metro News, Bob Huggins was in court in Pittsburgh on the DUI charge. Our Greg Carey was there. He arrived in the courthouse about an hour uh, before the hearing. He was scheduled to start at 9. He's in there around 8. He was in the lobby, which we were standing for about 5-10 minutes, and then the rest of the time he was present in the courtroom. The entire hearing, I would say, was over within two minutes, and then he was taken upstairs to give fingerprints. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News station. It's summertime, it's summertime, and the living is easy, but the conversation is always topical and lively. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. What is the theme? Bob Slider picks a theme for the bumper music every day. And uh, 
So the first bumper was a yellow submarine, and I thought maybe it was songs with the colors in them. That's not right. So this is, I think that's a, is it Beatles music? It is the Beatles music, but uh, more specifically, it's Ringo Starr. Oh. Believe it or not, Howard, Ringo Starr is 83 years old today. Wow. Now, I hit you with a little trivia earlier. I said there's even a guy out there that's 96 years old today. And for a big period of your life, you listen to this man at five nights a week. TV. Now you're thinking Johnny Carson. No, I was going to say, here's Johnny. Well, yeah. They're both dead. Ed McMahon, and they're not playing. That's Doc Severinsen. Doc Severinsen. 96 years old today. Oh. Now that make you feel older. Doc. Crack it up, Doc. I always uh, thought about using that uh, Johnny Carson theme song as a theme song for me. But as you probably well know, it was written by Johnny Carson with Paul Anka. And they were very, they held on to that, the rights of that song. And I was just afraid if I would use it for an intro to my show, the next thing I know I'd be getting a cease and desist order from Johnny Carson. So I never, uh, I never did it. Sometimes I'd play it for fun, but, uh, but I would never do it uh, uh, that way. So, all right. Da, 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 da. So, happy birthday to Doc Severson and Ringo Starr. Man, you guys are old. Well, you know what? You know what's. Uh, we got to get to Adam here. You know what the thing about Ringo's? 83? 83. He was born in 1940. So, he is essentially. I didn't think the Beatles were that much older than I was when I was a kid. He's 13 years older than I am. I, I would have thought, you know, maybe six. I don't know. I just. I, my image when I was a kid and paying attention to the Beatles was that they were older, but not not that much older. So, all right. Well, happy birthday to uh, Ringo Starr and happy birthday to Doc Severinsen. And now, here's Adam. Good morning, Adam. I like the transition this morning. It helps me up a little bit more than usual. <laughs> gotcha. I'm all, I'm, all, uh, I'm all fired up. You know, you know why I'm all fired up here? I got. Uh, I had some. I went to the uh, new candy store yesterday down in Center Wheeling, and holy crap, was there a lot of candy there? Have you been there? Uh, did you get down there by any chance? I haven't yet. Got it. Gotcha. Are you a Are you a candy guy? I I like chocolate, but I need to limit how much candy and chocolate I consume. <laughs> All right. Well. Listen, being a diabetic, I have to be careful about it. But I'm telling you, this new Grandpa Joe's candy store, man, my son and daughter-in-law and grandson went yesterday afternoon, and they came back with $200 worth of candy. I mean, it just was unbelievable. Yeah. And for what they brought for me, I'm not – I like candy, but I'm a huge candy fan. But um, they have 250 varieties of craft soda pop. Homebrewed soda pop, craft soda pop. So they brought me some craft soda pop, which I really enjoyed. But it, it looks like it's going to be a tremendously neat addition to the center wheeling area. If you like candy, if you like old-fashioned soda, if you like the retro feel of things, it's going to be, I think, a, a, a really a really nifty place. So uh, you don't have to even have candy, uh, Adam. Just go down and get a sense of what a what a nice place it's like. I said it was kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> Just going, going in there. So... Well, 7.46, 14 of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Speaking of yesterday and speaking of my grandson, we got a couple of good hours in the pool, but by mid-afternoon, the storm clouds began to roll over. Only had a little light rain, but there were rumbles of thunder, and we had to get out of the pool, so we didn't get as much pool time. It was hot. It was a hot pool time, but the weather, the, the clouds kind of had me had us out of the pool early. Oh, yeah, no, we were up at Ogilvy yesterday, and the whole time I'm like, oh, I'm worried it's going to storm. They're like, what are, you, what are you thinking? Is it going to storm? I'm like, I know it's going to miss us. <laughs> and that was how it went all afternoon. I, I swore storms were trying to avoid me yesterday. Well, I said that when we got out of the pool, and we heard a little rumble of thunder, and that is always my alert. No, we're going to get out of the pool. And the clouds were rolling towards us. But I said to my wife and, and to my grandson, I said, you know, I have a feeling those clouds may blow on by 
Now, they blew over. They stopped. There was a little rain shower. And then they did blow on by, at least where we were. And, Adam, I want to give you a, fl- a friendly reminder. Uh, this is not Kansas. So when you're up a high elevation like Ogilvie, you know, you got to be careful because uh, a lot of folks been hit by lightning around here, So especially around mm-hmm. a tree up there. So, so pay attention. You're right. It's really, really cool. But I swear I got trapped up there one time, and I just knew I was going to be killed by lightning. So, so be really careful, especially on the higher elevation. When you said that you're not in Kansas anymore, I thought you meant he was going to see, like, a little woman on a bicycle. Dun, 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 no, well, you know, Adam has commented, maybe not so much in front of his girlfriend, what an ugly state Indiana is, because I agree with him. It's nothing but flat ground <laughs> no, out there. He 100% agrees with me, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because welcome to West Virginia then, because it's totally different. Okay, Bob, the thing is, I think I've said this stuff before. You don't need to remind me. I appreciate it, but you don't need to remind me to not get struck by lightning. Says the one, me, who has stood on top of my car and nearly been struck by lightning multiple occasions and the one who has driven through tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know whereof you speak. I get. I, I hear what you're saying. Multiple what? times I've had lightning strike within at least 50 feet of me. I don't know how I've not been struck by now. Well, let's take a look at what the today is going to bring us. Um, I'm, I'm having a hard time quite figuring out what your forecast is. It's not going to be the best day, but it's not going to be the worst day, right? Not the best, not the worst. We're starting off with a little sunshine this morning, but I am tracking some clouds that will roll in through the morning and the first half of the afternoon. With those clouds, could see a stray pop-up shower, but as we hit the afternoon, we're going to clear back out. Temperature's pretty much near average. The most of us stay dry, and most of us see sunshine at some point. Um, and it uh, it's a little a little bit cooler. We're going to be in the low 80s, not as not as high as we had been. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. I, what I was saying this morning, even yesterday, because we were up hiking at Ogilvy, we were like, "Wow, it feels really it feels nice in the woods because there's no sunshine. When it's sunny, 80 and humid, it feels like it's 90 degrees. But when it's cloudy, 80." It just feels like it's 80, so it's yeah. feeling, it feels a lot cooler than yesterday, even though our temperatures are still in the 80s. It, it was, um, we had two of the world record, temp- world record temperatures earlier in the week. I was trying to look this morning, and I can't see if yesterday was another world record or not, but I, I don't think it was. But in some parts of the country, and indeed the world, uh, it was still a really hot day yesterday. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. My brother, he lives in Austin, Texas. And I'm like, dude, my car says it's 100 degrees. He's like, dude, the air temperature is 100 degrees here. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> exactly. All right, get us into the weekend. Okay, so tomorrow, which I guess is Saturday at this point, most of the day stays partly cloudy. It's one of those overcast days where you'll see shadows, but you'll still see periods of sunshine, clouds. Stray shower possible during the evening hours. I do expect most of that activity to come for our day on Sunday. We'll likely see scattered showers and storms throughout the day Sunday. Any of those storms could bring some heavy downpours, maybe hail the size of a pea and gusty winds, but nothing too strong or too severe. But by the time we get to Monday, we'll be back to sunshine, and we'll see our temperatures likely back into the upper 80s by the time we get to Wednesday. All right. Roaming right around 68 degrees pretty much everywhere the last time I checked the uh, airport, the uh, Highlands. Elm Grove, and here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So actually starting out 68, pretty pretty pleasant temperature for this time in the morning. Oh, yeah. If the dew point wasn't also 66 degrees, it would feel a lot better. eh, That's a good point. It's a good point. All right, Adam, have yourself a great weekend. Any big plans uh, or just little plans? Nope. This weekend, just little plans, just the normal. Go up, get my back cracked, play some games with my parents, the usual. All right. Well, enjoy the cracking. And uh, we'll talk to you again on <laughs> we'll talk to you again on Monday. Talk to you then. Thank you. Yeah, Adam. Adam Fike from the Big Seven WTRF TV. It's nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Mr. Slider has got some sports for us. I got uh, some political talk around West Virginia coming up in the uh, first half of the next hour, and then Bill Bryson is in for our travel show, and we'll round out the program this morning with Mr. McCabe and. Ohio Valley headlines with uh, the Friday Roundtable. That's what you've got to look forward to. You can be part of the show at 304-214-1600 or 304-232-8255. Oh, there's something so real about living local And I know without a doubt I'm not alone And I love living local There's nowhere else I'd rather be Said I love living 
Saving money in your next project with 11% off everything now at Menards. Improve your home's curb appeal with Pittsburgh Grand Distinction Exterior Paint. It provides a true one-coat coverage that resists dirt buildup and fading for a beautiful appearance. Pick up a gallon of flat exterior paint for only $42.69 after 11% off. Good through July 9th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on The Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on The Watchdog. WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. I'm not buying till I check down Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain, choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Don Ford. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star. Six till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, you told me it was Ringo. I took me I, the first time. I thought it was uh, uh, songs with yellow with uh, color in them, and then I recognized the, the Beatles. I thought it was the Beatles. Uh, we're celebrating Ringo Starr today on his 83rd birthday. Uh, um, so one of our listeners figured it out before I did. Howard, it's Ringo. It's Ringo, Howard. So thank you for the text on 304-214-1600. The um, Frio Stack auction service uh, text line. It's about time to check into some sports. Mr. Slider has that in what we like to call Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Uh, Max Muncy and Freddie Freeman homered. Julio Yoris pitched six strong innings, leading the Los Angeles Dodgers to a 5-2 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates late last night. I did not stay up and watch it, Howard. In fact, I didn't watch any of the game. The Pirates, uh, I'm sorry, the Dodgers take three of four from the Bucks to pull within a half game of the National League West Division leading Arizona Diamondbacks. Urias, I think I got that right, Urias allowed two runs on three hits, struck out eight. Pirate starter Johan Oviedo, he dropped a three and ten, yikes. He allowed five earned runs in six and two-thirds innings. Before the game, Key Brian Hayes was reinstated from the 10-day injured list. And they sent struggling right-hander Ronzi Contreras down to AAA Indianapolis. Really, really starting to fall apart, Howard. Next up for Pittsburgh, they start a three-game series in Arizona. 43-year-old Rich Hill gets the start. He is now 7-8. First pitch, 9:40 Eastern time. The Bucks 40 and 47. Now trail the Cincinnati Reds by eight and a half games in the National League Central. And don't forget to get your Saturday sports started early. Here on the Watchdog Network, 909 is the Paul Harris Saturday Sports Huddle. Dr. Angelo Georges is your host. Mike Florak will be here, Doug Huff, and yours truly, Bob Slatter, will be uh, producing the show tomorrow. So don't forget from 9 to 12, the Watchdog Network is the Paul Harris Saturday Sports Huddle. And Slider on Sports Time, 7.57. So you'll be producing, but unless I miss my guess, you'll perhaps occasionally have a uh, little item to add to the show. Hard to get a word in edgewise sometimes with those, with those guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, i got, you got to wait my time, Howard, yes, but I'll, uh, I'll try. I have been asking when are uh, Bob and Bear coming back together again. This uh, You took the summer season off, but football's not far away. Talked to Barry yesterday. We're getting it together. Uh, hopefully, uh, it, it, it'll be soon. You know, our show is more of the NFL and uh, right around training camp, uh, we'll be raring to go, Howard. Off the Frio Stack Ox Service text line, 304-214-1600. Um, I love people give us food ideas. 
Friday special at the Barnyard Deli. That's in Moundsville. We haven't been down there. And yet. I'm going to go there, yes. Friday special at Barnyard Deli, chicken Alfredo in a bread bowl. No, I, I don't think you like Are you an Alfredo person? No, I'm, I'm not the creamy sauce kind of guy. I like chicken. I mean, I like Alfredo, so that, that sounds good to me. In a bread bowl, which means that you can – I love it when you can actually eat, eat the bowl. Eat your bowl. Eat the bowl. You know, like <laughs> when you say clean your plate, I don't clean my plate. I eat my plate all up. So uh, that's off the text line. 304-214-1600. Um, Howard, tell Bob that Jimmy suggests Tasty Tuesday. He'll know what you mean. Yeah, I think uh, like a food show, uh, Tasty Tuesday. Tasty Tuesday. Right. We, we did that before in the old days. Remember, we even would cook in the uh, in the studio. Well, we wouldn't cook, but uh, Charlie Schlegel would come in and cook oh, for us. Thursdays were, were our food day. Yeah, yeah it was good. Charlie Charlie, always. And what else did Charlie bring with him? Well, you know, um, well, a bucket of beer. A couple buckets of beer, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, back, it was back in the day, a long time ago. Kind of miss those old days. I miss them, too. I miss uh, Charlie. Charlie would come in, and we would always have food. He would bring soup. It was a soup contest. Remember, we'd have soup the week, uh, every uh, Thursday. Uh, the meat man would come, or sometimes he'd call himself the fish man because he'd bring fish, and we'd cook fish or meat right here in the studio. And, um, yeah, the, and Charlie, bless his little heart, he knew how important that bucket of beer was to you and me, pal. And a couple of times he called and he said, I'm sick. I can't make it for the show. But I'll leave the bucket of beer downstairs for you. Thanks, <laughs> Charlie. And, you know, there was always long necks, and they were always iced down. Oh, yeah. I miss Charlie Schlegel. I yeah, really do. One of the real good guys. Almost uh, 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, this poll Hoppy had it released yesterday about the, uh, the main political races coming up in West Virginia. Really good news for Jim Justice, among others. We'll talk about how those numbers are shaping out. Also, uh, NBC News says that Joe Manchin, has been late in paying some of his taxes. Now, they're not a whole lot of money, but still, you know, we've been criticizing the governor for not paying taxes, so Manchin may be in somewhat the same boat. I'll share what NBC News had to say. And the travel show comes up next hour as well. Bill Bryson will be here. It's just about 8 o'clock right now, and ABC covers the world. I'm begging down. 98.1 AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis, sentencing today for a deadly attack on shoppers at a Texas Walmart. The gunman, a self-proclaimed white supremacist who admitted to targeting Hispanics. This is Jim Ryan. Today's hearing marks the end of Patrick Crucius's time in federal court. As for charges brought by the state...